This is the Mark Stucheski Podcast. She's known as the Spunky Spiritualist. She's a pharmacist and spiritual life coach that guides people to an aligned, at-ease life. Oh, that sounds so nice. By having a solid, fulfilling relationship with themselves, the Spunky Spiritualist. Tiffany Wynn, welcome to the show. Thank you, Mark. So why do you, I have to ask this right at the top. Why do you call yourself the spunky spiritualist? It's because of my personality, like <laughs> that I'm quite quirky. And usually in normal conversation or even in my coaching, I use uh, dark humor and swear words. So, But there will be none of those on the show, right, Tiffany? Not today. Not, not for the show, at least. Okay, great. Uh, what's interesting is... When my guests sign up for the show, I ask them if they have a difficult name to tell me how to say it. Well, I first ex- was exposed to the spelling of win in another lifetime ago. I worked with some guy in a steel factory when I was going through college. And I'm like, oh, really? That's win? Had no clue. So I knew how to say your name before I even read that part of how to say your name. Are you impressed with me? Very impressed. I didn't. I didn't have to, you know, uh, explain to you how to say it. As yeah. long as you say it in one word and not two words, then it's good. It's very interesting because your name is spelled N G U Y E N, but it's pronounced Win. Which now is that? Now, what country are you from originally? I'm from Vietnam. Okay, so how do they say it in Vietnamese? Wing. Oh, really? Okay. I thought you were going to tell me some different pronunciation. So that, that's pretty cool. Okay. Well, you're a pharmacist and a spiritual life coach. And before we get into how to live an aligned, at ease life, oh, that just sounds so good. I want to ask you a question about pharmacists and pharmacy things. Okay. Because I'll be 56 years old on June 21st, and I am taking better care of my body now than I ever have been. And some of my listeners know that I've been running every day since August 29th, 2017. But now I'm really kicking processed foods out of my life. I've list, I read a book by Dr. Mercola. I just finished listening to a book by Dr. Lustig, Metabolical. And their premise is food is medicine. And I have come up to the opinion the last couple of years that when things aren't going well, we should look to the food, maybe adding food or eliminating food before we take a pill. What say you? Food is really very important. And I think people just, uh, I think it's because of sort of our life pace, you know, and uh, people just don't have the time or they don't know how to cook or it's just very hectic in their lives that it's hard to prepare like good, wholesome meal. And it's not always easy to just do meal prep you know, each week, uh, you know, um, but yeah, food is very important and it's contribute a lot to a lot different disease states. So, and let's be honest, it's real easy to open your phone, tap Grubhub, tap Uber eats and bring that junk food to your home. And so what my wife and I have done, we just finished uh, four days with Tony Robbins, UPW, we got rid of 99.99% of processed foods out of our house. Because here's the thing. If you're really hungry and you don't have that crap in your house, you'll say, oh, I'll have an apple or I'll have some organic yogurt or I'll have some carrots. 
But if you have Oreo cookies or ice cream or cupcakes, what do you think you're going to go for? We all know you're going to go for the stuff that the body doesn't need. Yeah, processed food is just terrible. And I guess in varying degree, but a lot, most of them are just not good for you uh, because they have so many preservative and a lot of the uh, ingredient or just like component to put in it, they tend to go for to make to uh, cater to the taste of either fat or sweet. And neither of them are good for you. <laughs> so, I uh, One thing I learned from Dr. Mercola, his book, uh, The Truth About COVID, he talks about linoleic acid, which predominantly comes from, uh, from omega-6. And so he's got this really fancy calculation that you can calculate how much I'll call it LA because I have trouble saying linoleic acid and it should be between one and two. Now, if I'm eating right, which means not a lot of processed foods, the number is between one and two. Last Friday, I had a moment of weakness and I had McDonald's and my LA number was seven. That tells you how much, because they have to put the omega six in the food. So it stays longer and it tastes crispy and it, it tastes good to your point. And so I, I'm just glad that you agree with me that if you can, it's better to do holistic, go outside, go for a walk, exercise, get rid of the processed foods, drink water before you take the pill. I think people take pills out of convenience. Well, I'm not, I'm still going to eat all the fast food, but I want to take this pill. Well, why don't you not eat the fast food? Then you want to take the pill. But to your point, people are just, they don't want to cook. They don't want to learn and look at it doesn't take long, very long to know what food you should eat. It really doesn't, but you've got to really want it. I think more than time, you really got to want it. Do you agree? Yes. But also it's, um, I would say it would be difficult for a lot of people since, uh, I seen in my work, let's say some family have, you know, many kids and that time are very limited. And the thing about fresh food is, you know, you have to go to grocery market quite often. You know, you don't, you cannot just leave it for weeks. And um, also people have, you know, like different kind of schedule. Like I know like a lot of truck driver, they don't have the condition to just have homemade cook. You know, they, they cannot cook. They on the road all the time. So there's a lot of different professions that are similar like that. Um, also, healthcare professional, we just have very crazy, hectic schedule and very long hours. So it's not easy to cook after you work 13, 16 hour shift either. So it's, it's all different. People live are different. And, um, not always people have the economic means to afford uh, healthy, fresh food all the time also. So. Yeah, I tell my wife when she goes shopping to buy organic food if she can, and she goes, well, it's expensive. I said, yeah, but if we're not buying the processed stuff, we could take that money and we can buy organic food. So we're finding our balance. We've really gone off this uh, on the soon diet of no processed foods, except for the McDonald's last Friday. And for the first six days, I dropped like seven pounds. It's amazing. And what I do is I don't eat breakfast anymore. And people go, what? You don't have breakfast? It's the most important meal of the day. Actually, the guy who came up with that is a guy by the name of Kellogg. Hmm. Where have we heard that name before? Oh, yeah, he created cereal. So what I do is I have my last food at 8 o'clock at night. 
and I don't eat until like 11 o'clock. Now we're recording this at 11 o'clock. So I'll eat when this meal, when this meal, when this, see, I'm already thinking about food <laughs> when this, this podcast is over and it's actually making me feel better. So you do you listener, but at least go do your research about processed foods. Just go to your favorite search engine and do your research and come to your own conclusions. I was a guy, I love my ice cream, uh, cupcakes, all this stuff, but I realized what it was doing to me. And if I want to make a hundred, I know I have to take care of myself. So just do your research and that's all I'm asking you to do. So spunky spiritualists, how can we live an aligned at ease life? I love that. Who doesn't want to live an at ease life? I don't think anyone listening to this conversation, they go, no, Tiffany, I want a more stress life. I want continuous stress. No one says that, right? People want to have an aligned at ease life. So how do we do that? So life is, can be challenging mm -hmm. and there's a lot of things we cannot control it, but an aligned at ease life is where you live truly to yourself. Uh, a lot of us, especially high achiever, um, we, um, quite ambitious and we tend to have this set of standard or goals that we need to meet and often we don't stop and examine those goals who set them for us mm -hmm. we tend to do that from society that set it for us or our family or our peer pressure or a lot of things we just think that we should achieve it and not always align with who we are so we never stop to question it we just over here on the go and try to achieve it. So that's one of the thing. And another one is when challenging things comes up, we is always have to come back to ourselves and be present. And there's a lot, there's a lot to do with acceptance and surrender. And that's where with the at ease from, because there's no way we can have complete control of whatever happened in our life. That's, that's very true. I want to go back quickly to the goals. I think this is my opinion that most people get caught up in the new year's resolutions. Like the last week of December, like between Christmas and new year's, they set all these vague new year's resolutions and they use the same. I want to lose weight, get in better shape, eat better, stop smoking the same ones. But I, and then they don't remember them until the next December. And I would encourage people to create goals. Now this is June 8th, 2021. You don't have to wait till January 1st. If you don't have any goals, I want you to create some goals, but more than that, and I like to know your thoughts on this, Tiffany, the spunky spiritualist. I love saying that. I want to encourage people to write them down every day, because when you write them down with a pen and a bullet journal or a notebook, they become embedded in your subconscious. It's not like, yeah, it's out there someplace. It's in your subconscious. Do you agree that it's powerful to write the goals down every day. You got Facebook? Well, I am on Facebook. I have a Facebook page and I have a Facebook group, both under the name of Mr. Productivity. So if you are into Facebook, if you love Facebook, go look me up on Facebook. Just look for Mr. Productivity. I don't think that it's necessary to write every day. Uh, people but really need to be clear on their motivation of why they were doing it. You know, if they're losing weight because of their own health, it's much more stronger motivation than 
looking good for trying to get the summer body. <laughs> but <laughs> whatever work for them. But the best thing I think is set the goal. Um, I think this is very common, but it's called a smart goal. You have yes. to be specific and have to be realistic. Uh, don't set the goal that you lose 50 pounds when you know you don't have the willpower to do so or you don't have the condition to do it and or like exercise something like that don't just start out with i'm gonna exercise one hour a day let's start let's start low and then work your way up into it and one of the also another best practice is to actually um accommodate it in the schedule like block it in the schedule so we can it's easier to have that discipline to go do it instead of you know oh i will do it today but we don't plan any specific time or like um, set aside any specific time then it's much harder to keep up with it i am a daily runner as i mentioned earlier i've been running every day since august 29 2017 and i post my runs on social media and people go oh you're motivating me to to run and and exercise but you just brought up a good point don't do it because i'm doing it that's silly I, I i yeah i can inspire you to say man i i i'm looking at my gut or my blood pressure is too high or whatever but you got to do it for you so it's fine to be inspired by other people, but that shouldn't be why you're doing it, especially if you don't know me. And I, I think that is really important what you said, because you also talked about my favorite question in the whole world. Why? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing Why are you listening to this podcast? Why uh, do you live where you do? I think people are living life so fast. They're not slowing down enough to go, why am I doing this? Why do I drive to work this way? Why do I eat this food? Why do I have coffee at this time? And I think if you just stop enough and go, hmm, why am I always doing this? I think it could really help you see life, your life in a whole new way. Yes. The question why is super powerful because not only it gives you like the real motivation to keep pushing through when uh, something, you know, like one day we would get up, let's say you're a runner and it's raining, pouring outside, for example, you know, but we, you, if you know why you were doing it, you might want to, you know, get a, put on a raincoat and go running or something. <laughs> but it, it, we have to know like what is really important for us is really give us that drive to actually get something done, especially when something gets hard, especially when we don't feel like it. You know, there's a lot of day that we don't get that natural motivation to do uh everybody wants you know to sit down and be lazy once in a while but if we know why we were doing it then we go do that um but you know different different things uh, also it's a good balance to pick when we start doing something we have to pick something that uh we enjoy you know for a certain like like certain exercise you know if you your your goal is let's say to lose weight and you want to do some kind of exercise, you don't always have to pick biking or running or hiking. Just make sure you do something you enjoy. Maybe boxing. Who knows? Yeah. Kickboxing. <laughs> you know, you have to pick like whatever you enjoy to keep it going. So like make it easier yourself. Don't just copy what everybody else is doing. Yes. A couple of good points is if you want to run in the morning or walk in the morning or bike or something like that, make sure you have your stuff laid out. Now, I don't have to do this. I've been running almost four years in a row, so I don't have to do this. My clothes don't be anywhere near, my running stuff doesn't be anywhere near where my bed is because I'm conditioned. But if you're going to start, have it ready. The other thing is the last four days, 
Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I was doing UPW, Tony Robbins Unleashed the Power Within, for 14 hours a day. So I burned a lot of calories because you don't sit there. It's not like going to class. You sit there. You sit there for 20, 30 minutes. They get up and you dance around and walk around. So my Apple Watch says, man, you're burning a lot of calories today. So to your point, there's a lot of different ways. If you don't want to run, don't run. Maybe you walk. Maybe now when I say walk, I don't mean a real slow walk. I mean, elevate the heart rate, break out into a mild sweat. Maybe you put some music on, you dance around your house. I mean, do something to get that blood flowing. Now, the other thing you were talking about is letting letting it go. And if anyone's listening to the show and you don't have kids, go out and rent the movie. No, go buy the movie Frozen and learn how to sing the song Let It Go. Because there are a lot of people, Tiffany, you know where I'm going with this, that just have to let things go. If you can't control them, like if you get upset about the weather, you can't control it. So you've got to let it go. There are so many things out there that we have zero control about, and yet we let them stress ourselves out. Why? Why let that stress us out when it's it's not doing anything inside other than tearing us apart? I think it's, it's first of all, it depends on each person's personality. Uh, but I think everybody that ever worked in customer service will know how hard it is sometimes to let it go. And letting go is actually quite a practice. Uh, it's not easy to let go. Let's say even in your job, like it's not always easy to just uh, listen to like a constructive criticism from your boss and and not taking personally. Uh, sometimes we hold on to it a lot. Um, and then even when in our relationship, if a conflict rise up, and sometimes it's, it's hurtful thing we're said, and we're not always easy to just let it go and not take it so personally. Um, but it's a, it's a good practice. We have to find that balance and know what we do wrong and what we not. And there's a lot of things when we look at it, it has to be there's objective side and like some other people's perceptions or reactions to an event, then we don't, don't, let, don't want to take it personally. I think it would go a long way if someone says something to you that really triggers you. Restrain yourself from responding right away. Maybe you count the five or ten in your head or maybe you take a deep breath or something like that. Because if you give your brain time to hear what they said and to process it, maybe you'll go, oh, you know, that's very valid. But because... They said it to you. Maybe it was their tone. Maybe it was their words, whatever it was. And you react. You may be missing the lesson. Okay. There is lesson in every feedback. And we like to take the lessons from positive feedback, but there's a lot of lessons in negative feedback. And I tell my coach, I said, look it, rip the bandage off. Tell to me, don't beat around the bush because I don't want to go learn the lesson in four weeks. I want to learn it right now. And now that may be scary for some of you, but let me ask you, do you want to know the truth now? Or do you want to know the truth as it is now? You want to know that in four weeks? I, I say, just rip the bandage off and tell me because then I can start processing it. Yeah. I think people underestimate how much, sometimes how much time and uh, conscious effort put into process uh, specific emotions, especially something that's very strong, like anger. 
and uh, you know, people have different way of coping. I think, and a lot of them can be unhealthy. Uh, <laughs> but it's not good to suppress it and just glossing it over. Uh, I think one of the point to raise is when we get triggered. When we suddenly get mad, or somebody just say like something, and we just ve- got very mad at it, uh, it's a good point to start asking the question why. It's a very important question, like why am I getting triggered? By it? Um, especially, I think I I work in retail in the pharmacy uh, a lot of years, and it feels like eighty percent of the time is getting complaints or getting people yelling at at me and. Uh, something about pharmacy. Everything can be blamed on uh, on the pharmacy fault. Uh, I think it's very similar with customer service. You know, eighty nine percent gonna be complaining, and a lot of it we have to take. Like you know, people have different. You know, they're probably having a bad day that time. Uh, a lot of things, even when it sounds like it's personal, but probably not. Most of the most of the time, it's probably not. So we just have to. Take a deep breath, and sometimes we just take it over there, and then uh, think about it back then. You know, like yeah. it's don't take it personally and kind of move on. Uh, it's much harder when we do it in relationship because that is very, very personal. But um, we also need to come look at it with a more objective eye than reacting to it in right in the moment because we most likely gonna regret regret the way we say things and the way we left things as the way things are. Very true. Very true. Well, spunky spiritualist, you gave us a lot to think about, a lot of insights, a lot of tips. I really love the fact that you push back with me on the goals. We agree to disagree on that. I believe there's power in writing your goals down. But here's the thing. When I write my goals every day, I don't look at what I wrote yesterday because today's a new day. Now, they're usually the same goals, but they may be something different. So we agree to disagree. That's pretty cool. So where can people find out more about you, what you're doing in the world. I, I love this because I know what your website is. So where can they go to find out more about you? It's going to be spunkyspiritualist.com. <laughs> I love that. I love it. Listen, I've never had a guest on the show use the word spunky ever. So you, you're creating history after nearly four years. You're creating history, Tiffany. I'm glad to be the first one. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on the show. It's a delight to have you here. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mark Stuchowski Podcast. I really hope it served you well today. Now head on over to my website, mrproductivity.com. Sign up to be a free Mark Stuchowski Insider. Get my top five productivity tips for entrepreneurs. Absolutely free. It's my gift to you. And until tomorrow, my friend, go be productive.